Welcome to Peak Minds. Today's solo episode is about the music that wants to live through you. What do I mean by that? Well, I was just having a conversation with a dear friend, and we were talking about the divine and what happens in your life when you orient yourself towards the sacred, that which is uh, the more that wants to live in and through us, as opposed to the ego. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to absolve your ego. This is not a vilification of the ego. It's simply to say that there is a tremendous peace and power that is found in a veneration for and a living for the sacred, surrendering, if you will, to God in whatever that means to you and what unfolds as a result when you do. And I was sharing a story that was about a particular ceremony that I was in. And I said, you know, in ceremony, you can really tell when you're in the field. In other words, when you're in spirit and you're with the sacred plants that are imbued with this uh, divine aspect and held in a sacred way with the right practitioner, it's like you're having a conversation with God. And in that context, you can really tell the difference because when someone sings, the song is what carries the prayer. It's the, it's the devotional aspect of our reverence for the more. And it's very clear when someone sings and they are out of tune, and I don't just mean that literally. I mean they're out of tune in terms of their singing, but they're out of tune in terms of their, their energetics, their, their imbalances. And that's actually what traditionally medicine was for, right? In the Shipibo tradition, the Ikaros would be the song that would retune your instrument and bring you back into resonance. And so the song has profound capability. If you haven't watched the movie Alive Inside, I highly recommend it. It's a documentary that shows how elders are with cognitive decline uh, are brought back to life, nonverbal, non-respondent uh, patients in nursing homes brought back to life by playing their favorite songs from their youth. So we know that music is in many ways the ultimate medicine. It carries this profound ability to heal. And in ceremony, when someone sings, there's really a clear distinction between someone who is singing beautifully because they want you to see them sing. In other words, someone who is operating from ego. And perhaps they're very beautiful in their song, they're eloquent, but you know and you can feel that it's about them. You're not able to lose yourself in the field or more appropriately find yourself because the anchor is in them and their uh, desire for you to see them. And they're not enoughness, right? Versus someone who sings because they are committed to lifting the collective. Someone who sings as a devotion to the more. The more that wants to live of and through us. This person, when they sing, we feel it. And we all know it when we're in the presence of that song. It's the song of someone who is looking to lift the collective 
through their voice, not as a meanness, but a, a, a we, a commitment to the, to the we that wants to live, you know? And, and in their voice, they are retuning and creating a, a resonance that is above and beyond any one person. It is a devotional offering to the more that wants to live in and through us. And I was thinking about this a lot because I've been really considering what it means to be in devotion, what it means to be a devotee, and also what freedom means. And for me, for many, many years, freedom has meant the ability to go wherever I want, whenever I want, with whomever I want. And while I think that is a beautiful definition of freedom, to me, it's still rooted in the meanness. It's still rooted in me and my ego. And what I've been considering lately is what does freedom look like in discipline and devotion? Let me say that again. What does freedom look like in discipline and devotion? And I think that it is profound, the freedom that can be experienced when one is truly devoted. Since the beginning of the year, a dear friend of mine, uh, Blue, had kicked off a devotion challenge. For the last month, I have been in consistent devotion to my, my morning practice, which was always meditation and journaling, but I have reincorporated prayer. And for me, that looks like... Uh, basically watering my plants, being, being in service to the nature in my space and around me. Uh, it looks like uh, sometimes actually sitting in prayer, reciting my core intention, as well as um, working with smoke, sacred smoke, cleansing the space. I also on my altar have a, which I've never shared publicly, but a, a symbol that is a, a living and breathing symbol that I honor that is a, uh, a symbol of the divine feminine. And, and for me, my partner that I am in devotion to, although I do not know uh, who she is or where she is, I know that she is out there living and I am in devotion to her. And so I often uh, will cut flowers and place them at the base of this uh, medicine bag, which, which represents her. And she's in my prayers morning and night and for me, it's in this devotion, in this return to the altar, if you will, both literally and figuratively, that I am starting to see the world unfold differently. I am starting to operate in the world differently. And I've always been, as long as I can remember, someone who, who is committed to and lives in relationship to spirit. And for me, that is most embodied in nature and my, and my commitment to and, and divine passion for the, the nature and the natural world. However, what's evolved for me lately is a sense of the freedom that can be found in this devotional path. And for me, that doesn't necessarily look like a particular religious tradition, but it does look like a commitment to spirit and a commitment to the more, to that song that wants to live through me. I was recently reading an article uh, about a very, very famous person who was hosting a party around the Grammys 
who's in his 80s and, uh, you know, big, kind of a big deal. And, and they were asking him, well, who, who, which famous person's never been to your party that you'd love to have at your party? And while I both respect, and, and if that, by the way, drives him, more power to him, uh, I respect that. But I, I thought to myself, man, if I get to my 80s and I'm knocking on death's door and I still care about who or who has not been to my party, some famous person that, that has or has not been to my party, I will have been chasing the wrong rabbit. And it really just reminded me that, you know, time is our most precious, most finite resource. And if we have our health and time ahead of us, we are wealthy. And how do we want to spend that time? Do we want to chase the societal standards, the socially implied norms? Do we want to chase the hungry ghost of infinite money and infinite status? wherein no matter what, there will always be someone with more in a zero-sum game that really you can't truly win? Or do we want to be playing an infinite game, a game around what it looks like to devote ourselves to that which is our own unique music, that song which only you know, right? We are all unique manifestations. No, no other fingerprint has ever or will ever be you on this planet. And so what are you uniquely here to do? What, what is your call? What is your song? What are you meant to bring forward in this garden of life? And what I realized is I'm committed to sowing seeds. I'm not necessarily committed to the seeds having to uh, germinate in a particular plant. I am, I am creating a context by which a garden can bloom and the hummingbirds can come and flutter and the hawks can fly overhead and the mycorrhizal can grow in the soil. I want to create an ecosystem for the more to live and thrive. And I hope, my friends, that you are thinking about whatever the more represents for you. I am hoping that you are considering a devotion to it. I'm hoping you are considering to become a devotee to the music that wants to live through you. That's my reflection for the day, my friends. More to come. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have any feedback, as always, you can find me at Michael Trainer. If you enjoyed the show, a rating and review means the world to me. Sending you lots of love, and uh, I can't wait for the next one.